Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Justin Robert Young program. My name is Justin Robert Young, joining you back in Oakland, California, after a trip down to TwitchCon. Oh, baby. Came back. Got a good night's sleep, but man, am I tired. Boy, boy, howdy, am I tired. And and you want to know what? It's not only that, but we got to be back on the road. Got a red eye on Thursday. Going to a wedding. Back in Florida. So hopefully we'll have a man might even do a crossover with uh, the young family podcast when I'm down there. Cause I'm, I am going up to Orlando by the end of the weekend. Anywho, uh, I want to just talk about something, uh, uh, that I, I, I learned at TwitchCon. I met so many awesome people. Thank you to everybody who came up and said, hello. But you know, uh, uh, uh all right. Let's just go ahead and get into it, because it's also a news story. Here we go. News! So, there's a story that you might have seen if you were on Twitter, and that was uh, the combination of a few things. And I found this whole process fascinating because it was something that I happened to be close to parts of. So if you were on Twitter, here's how you saw it. You saw a tweet from a streamer by the name of Ann Munition who you want to, I won't even uh, paraphrase. I'm just going to go ahead and read what she said. Pretty disappointed to be honest. I thought Twitch was starting to understand that some of us wanted an option of a quieter place for the partner party instead of a huge loud party. Also, this, and what she's referring to is the picture below her text, and that is a table with a bunch of open, uh, pre-poured beers, full beers. This is a huge safety concern. Uh, how is this the way that you're serving drinks? Uh, so, that went up during the partner party. Or at least I remember seeing it the next day. And I was at the partner party. And indeed, I noticed that gigantic table of beer. And indeed, I remarked something about it. My remark was, oh, I guess Twitch learned that during last year's partner, uh, partner party that the lines were really long. And for people who really just want a beer, they probably want a quicker way to do it. This was literally the first thing you saw when you walked in. It was not the only place to get drinks, nor was it the only place to get free drinks. But it was a thing. And for the record, I agree with Ann Munition's 
uh, a point that, you know, there, there could have been a, I understand where they were trying to make this as easy as possible to just get a drink in their hand as soon as they walk in. That being said, there's a way that you can do it that eliminates yet another problem, right? And I also kind of agree with her first statement that it'd be nice if, you know, the partner party was outside and there was a big rave thing and it was just a lot of like, and then you went inside to the indoors version of it and it was just a really loud rave with a lot of, there was not a lot of like quiet contemplation where you could meet new friends. So whatever. Now here's where it it, it gets a little crazy. And this is where I saw the kind of trifold of tweets. The next tweet that you'd see is by a man named Keemstar. Keemstar, based on my limited understanding of his shtick, fashions himself as kind of a TMZ, a, a, a muckraker for the modern digital entertainment age. It reminds me a lot of kind of a, a, a Perez Hilton of his day. The celebrities that are being talked about are uh, streamers and YouTubers and Instagram people, right? So Keemstar's comment was, oh my God, can you imagine being this lady, this ammunition bitching about free beer at a party? You know, it's stupid. I mean, I think it just, that's his shtick. It's no different than Perez Hilton drawing cum on Brad Pitt's face or outing celebrities as gay before they're ready to be outed as gay. It's just, people like this have existed for as long as media's existed. You ain't gotta like them, but that's who they are, right? That's how they make their money. So the next, that's the middle. That's our second act. Our third act was this, and this is a very serious story. And we're going to read copy from uh, Dexerto.com. Streamer KTLODO posted a tweet on the morning of September 28th claiming that she'd been roofied at a party in San Diego, stating that a toxin report had come back with traces of benzos, a class of tranquilizer that can be deadly when mixed with alcohol. So last night I got roofied, she wrote. Thankfully, my friends were there for me and saved my life, so I don't think I'll be around for the rest of TwitchCon. Hope you understand. She then went on to say, not that I have to prove anything to anyone, but yes, the amount of benzos in my system and alcohol made my breathing stop for a long period of time. I was not okay. This is not for attention. I just wanted to let my friends know what happened. Now let me rest. And so this was presented kind of as a story. Ammunition complains about open beers. Keemstar mansplains that you should not be complaining about open beers. And KTLODO is now in the hospital. Now, let me state from here that there are things I know for sure, and there are things that I have heard. Here's what I know for sure. That indeed, that was the table at the Twitch partner party with the open beers. About Other than that, I don't know anything else. But here are things that I've, I either don't know or I would speculate. I don't know if Keemstar was there. In fact, I don't think he was. And from what I've heard, well, number one, KL, uh, KTLODO 
is is I she did not say that she was drugged at the Twitch partner party. And from what I've heard, uh, uh, that was not the case. She was not drugged there. In fact, it, whether or not she was drugged at a, a Twitch-sponsored event does not mitigate the fact that it's awful that she was uh, dosed, right? Like, that's still horrifying. But it was weird because as I saw these tweets kind of propagate on Twitter while at TwitchCon, which by and large I found to be a fairly harmonious and happy place. Sure, there were things that would go wrong, but in general, every party I went to was a pretty good time. Everything was fairly well organized, especially considered uh, or compared to last year in San Jose. I think there's a reason why TwitchCon's coming back to San Diego because San Diego knows how to throw a con. The gas lamp is a perfect district for people to empty into. You can actually find a decent restaurant without a wait. You can always go to a bar and meet up with your friends. It is fantastic. But what I began to see was the cohesion that happens on Twitter when the narrative is so rich. Now, all of a sudden, as the tweets begin to go out, you don't know the context of whether or not this was the exact same table from which this lady got drugged and whether or not Keemstar holds any sway in, in, in the Twitch community. It is a act one, act two, act three story. And I start to see friends of mine, people that I know that are commenting because this has now become an issue of believing women, at least in the story. That's part of the story is man doubts woman. And then another woman pays the price. That are like, I can't believe that Twitch's brand of lawlessness has been able to continue, blah, blah, blah. And that's just... I, I know it's incorrect, or at least it's not as factually rich as it could be. But I hesitate to say that it's wrong, because this is just the way... Gossip spreads, the way that stories grow, the way that narratives are formed. And I don't know at the end of the day what we can do about it because it just kind of is what it is. So that's a depressing way to talk about TwitchCon. Other than that, I had a very good time. I met with a bunch of politics streamers. But that's not really what got out. I mean, I guess unless you're in the communities of some of these people, by and large, they're... There's just something there's just something about maybe it comes from the Twitch chat community or something like that. But some people just uh you know they they got this they got this thing in their head. Anyhow. All right. That will wrap it up for us today. I would like to thank our producers, the Jen, non-specific rock and roll Martian Steven, Will, James the OG Brittle, Will, and Chris. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Justin R. Young. And you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jurydiscord. I want to thank uh, the, the, the person who gave us the actual story that we talked about, and that is Amish Overlord. He gave us our jury story for today. Okay. Until next time, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but until I speak to you tomorrow, please don't.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>